Pod Show is pleased to bring you the following killer content direct from the all-new feature-rich podshow.com. Get it, play it, dig it. The Bible Study Podcast, Episode 7. Today, the Bible Study Podcast talks about Christmas, Part 1. There are two different Christmas accounts in the Bible, since the two different Gospels, Matthew and Luke, are aimed at a different audience, they pull out different parts of the story. Matthew, who is specifically aimed at the Jewish listener, talks about Joseph, and Luke, who talks more to the Greeks and to people to show that Jesus was always intended to be not just for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles, uh, pulls out different parts of the story. Today, we're going to start looking at the account of Christmas in Matthew. And it starts this way in Matthew 1, verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. So as I said, Matthew's account focuses on the role of Joseph. The very first verses in Matthew start with a genealogy, and I won't read those, but if you go back to Matthew verses 1 through 17 of chapter 1, you'll see basically a genealogy that traces through Joseph and basically shows that Joseph is of the line of David. Now Mary is also, but for that genealogy we'd have to go to Luke. And so we're focusing on Joseph. It's interesting that Joseph never has a recorded word that he said appear in the Bible. And yet, clearly, he paid a very important part in this whole story. And so when we start the story, Joseph and Mary are probably relatively young, uh, the marrying age at the time being something between 13 and 16, a little older for boys than it would be for girls. They've probably been betrothed for some time, or they've been pledged to each other for some time. This would be an arranged marriage. And then they have become betrothed, and this is a year-long period before they're married where they are still apart, and yet the only way out of a betrothal is divorce or death. And so it's really kind of a precursor here to marriage. And so Joseph finds out that Mary is pregnant, and Joseph knows they haven't been together, so it's not his child. And this is going to lead to public disgrace for her or him or both, and he has some choices. One is he can have Mary uh, accuse her of adultery, and if she's found guilty of adultery, she can be stoned. She can be publicly executed. And the second choice is that he can divorce her also publicly. He can bring her out to the marketplace and say, "This she is pregnant, this is not my child, and I divorce her. Uh, which would again lead her, expose her to public disgrace, as it's put in this particular version. But he has in mind that even though he believes at this point that she is pregnant with some other man's child, that he will not expose her to public disgrace, but instead he will divorce her quietly. He's still going to divorce her because, as far as he knows, she has been unfaithful to him. And then it goes on to say, though, in verse 20, But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. 
And all of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. So Joseph has a dream. And in this dream, an angel comes to him and says, It's okay to marry her, it's God's son. Well, that's all well and good, but the neighbors are still going to talk. Joseph opens himself up by being obedient here to being an object of ridicule for the rest of his life. And if you look at some of the external accounts outside of the Bible, Jesus is accused of being a child of his mother and not of his father. Uh, Certainly this story has gotten out that Jesus is not Joseph's son. And so Joseph decides to be faithful and obedient to, and to live with that because he has to believe that not everybody is going to believe this story, that, that he had this dream and what he's told. But he decides to be faithful to what God tells him to do. And he goes with Mary, and Mary he does have a son, and they name him Jesus. And Jesus would be the same form of the word Joshua would be the Greek form of the word Joshua in Hebrew, which means the Lord saves. Because it says, according to the angel, he will save his people from their sins. So it's interesting to see here in the biblical account, uh, some people believe Jesus is a great teacher in various traditions. Uh, Muslims, for instance, believe that Jesus is a, a prophet or believe that he's a messiah. But here in the account of Matthew, even at the time before Jesus birth, we're told that his purpose here, according to the angel, is that he will save his people from their sins. It doesn't say he'll teach great things. It doesn't say he'll heal people. It doesn't say he'll cast out demons. He does all of those, but he's given the name, which means the Lord saves, and it says he will save the people from their sins. That's why he's being sent. And then Matthew, since Matthew was talking to the Jews, the angel uh, points out that this has all been told before, that he points out the verses in Isaiah, Isaiah 7, verse 14, that says, the virgin will be with child and will give birth, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. It's interesting that here, right here at the very beginning, as Joseph is told this the, to take Mary and to go ahead and become the father of Jesus, we get the impression, we're told here, that Jesus is God with us. And I still think it's interesting that we don't get any record of what Joseph says to this whole thing, what he says to Mary, what he says to his parents, what he says to the neighbors. Uh, All we have is a record of what happens to Joseph and what Joseph does. And Joseph is, in every account, when he is asked to do something, Joseph is faithful. And he does what he is told to do. And so he takes Mary. He doesn't have sexual relations with her. He has no union, as this version put it, until after she gives birth to a son. Now, the Bible does record he will have... um, multiple children by uh, her later on, but not uh, have uh, relations before Jesus is born. We'll pick up this story next week with the story of the coming of the wise men and a, f- and a flight to Egypt, because right from the beginning, Jesus challenges authorities by his very existence, and we'll see that in the person of Herod the Great. Since I have a little time at the end of this episode, I'm going to leave you with a song, and this is a song that I wrote, and it's a Christmas song, and it's called Amen. 
God, he chose to have a son, and Mary was the chosen one, and Joseph knew it wasn't him. All God's people say amen, say amen, amen. 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 All God's people say amen. Shepherds in their fields that night, sky lit up with heaven's light, and angel choirs did sing of him. All God's people say amen, say amen, amen. 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 All God's people say amen. Wise men, they did travel far, following the brightest star. And kingly gifts they brought to him. All God's people say amen, say amen, amen. All God's people say amen, say amen, amen. All God's people say amen, amen, amen. All God's people say amen, say amen. Amen. All God's people say amen. Lying in a stable stall, he who is the king of all, and born to free us from our sin. All God's people say amen. Say amen. Amen. 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 All God's people say amen. All God's people say amen. All God's people say amen. The best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. Everyone wants to change the world. Capital Ministries is doing just that, one heart at a time by creating disciples of Jesus Christ among political leaders in the U.S. and foreign nations. For more than 25 years, founder Ralph Drawlinger has written Bible studies specifically for public servants. Study along with us and learn what the Bible says about capitalism, communism, abortion, same-sex marriage, and other contemporary issues. Subscribe and follow us at lifeaudio.com or search Capital Ministries on your favorite podcast platform.